0: Yo, I'm tired of shit, man. I'm tired of it. Alright, yo, tell me how you feel. Yo, son, check the fly, shit, son. What's up, cousin? What you, how you doing? Yo, baby, check it, man. I got this new podcast idea. For real, man. Fuck all this 24 episodes about weird ass movie, shit, man. No doubt, no doubt. My man got it out of state for 15. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, f*** all of this podcast s***, you know, like, we gotta move, God, we gotta move, we gotta migrate, we gotta get the f*** out of Cincinnati, bounce, man, and start f***ing with bigger and better s***, no more motherfucking podcasts about weird-ass Japanese movies, you know what I'm saying, when you waiting, you know what I mean, you know, there's a pot of gold right here, you know, this is it, this is glory, you know what I'm saying, so yo, the first thing we gotta do, man, you know, with this cream when we get it, because, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta build. Because I'm not trying to be just sitting on some motherfucking 200,000 and acting like I'm just a podcaster all my life. I got bigger and better plans, son. You know, you know what I'm saying? We gotta move on, man. And you know, you know i be with anybody, man, son. So as long as the love and trust is there, we gonna grow, girl. We gonna grow. You know what I'm saying? We gonna grow like a plant. Let's not think like we gonna be stagnating, man. Let's keep moving ahead, man, keep our head up, man, take care of our families, man, and let's build a new mutual aberration society, man.
1: Welcome back to, uh, MAS, uh, I'm Ryan, uh, as usual, um, today's episode, um, I'm going to be talking about, uh, a animated film, a anime, uh, specifically, uh, Lily Cat from 1987, uh, directed by, uh, Hisayuki, uh, Toriyumi, um, just kick it off to say that basically this movie is sort of kind of um the anime equivalent of an alien ripoff um it does do it you can tell that it's a movie that's heavily influenced by alien and aliens the james cameron directed sequel um, as well as being influenced by um john carpenter's the thing and a lot of sort of uh sci-fi that was popular uh in that time but um let me go ahead and read the 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 synopsis on letterbox for for lily cat and then uh i'll talk some more about uh why this movie is um mas material so here we go uh the crew of an interplanetary starship fights for survival after an alien force takes control of their craft okay pretty straightforward pretty vague but also fairly accurate um it lets you know exactly uh the kind of movie uh that lily cat is um as i had mentioned before uh this is a alien ripoff right um but what's interesting is uh I just want to, I just want to double like it it literally came out in 87 which is a year after the sequel to alien aliens came out right which was 86 and uh I I mentioned John carpenter's the thing right John carpenter's the thing came out in what 82 so yeah this isn't like again it wears its influences on its sleeve uh but what I do find interesting about it is sort of um that it manages to be sort of those things but also weirdly restrained um it's not a movie that or an anime um or whatever you want to call this I mean I debated to be to be honest I debated it uh to make to doing an episode of uh, Akira Pilled uh about this one um but I decided against it um Akira Pilled episodes will be will be uh coming soon i haven't stopped doing that series which is just another sort of mas uh, series but uh i kind of do those more so um, i don't have i don't have a it's not like the the it's not like a regular mas episode i don't have a strict deadline about when i drop a Pilled or not because i do include a Pilled in sort of the uh, mas world Uh, it's, it's still, it's just a different, it's just a different series that the podcast puts out from time to time. Um, but I, I really thought about it and, and moving forward, I may do anytime I do sort of any sort of, uh, discussion about, um, an anime or even, um, something, maybe even if I decided to talk about a manga I'll probably do those as Acura pilled episodes specifically uh, moving forward because I do feel like uh, this could be that kind of territory. Yes, it's not Acura; Ak- it's not def; it's definitely not that. But uh, Acura pilled just feels like a perfect sort of uh, umbrella to have probably episodes like this under. Uh, so look out for those. Uh, but this is this is definitely going to be another. Um, Regular uh, MAS episode, uh, yeah. Good thing about Lily Cat is you can watch it. Um, I'll post a link for it uh, in the in the show notes, but you can watch it for free. It's up on YouTube. Someone uh, graceful, graciously um, posted it on YouTube. Shout out to all the people that do that, by the way. Everybody who puts up episodes on uh, YouTube for shit, especially weird sort of obscure films um that aren't typically streaming in normal formats anywhere um i'm not quite certain if if it leaks on other formats but i know it's for free on youtube and um yeah uh shout out to those people uh i will say this uh this movie is only an hour and 7 minutes uh so again another nice and short uh movie uh, you can't you can't really complain. I mean, it, it never never overstays its welcome, being clocking in at a runtime of 67 minutes. Uh, but yeah, the movie sort of opens the way you expect it to open with an alien ripoff, which is a crew. We're introduced to a crew of uh, people um, on a ship, and they're all sort of talking and getting ready to get into sort of a hypersleep because um, they're traveling uh, to this. Uh, planet to do some exploring for this company that they work for um again the fact that uh the company has a flag one of I think one of the one of the people uh has like a flag for the company kind of makes me feel like this is a little bit of a, a cyberpunk movie in a future where corporations um sort of act as their own sort of nations in in a weird way right cuz uh and it gets more into that as as, as the story unfolds and as, as it progresses. But uh yeah, there's a character that did that didn't notice that immediately, but one, one character literally has a flag of the company. Um and also, you know, there, there there's some other elements in here that, that that uh I'll get into that kind of could qualify this as sort of loosely cyberpunk. Um, not only the fact that it takes place in the future and it is science fiction, um, but it has some other elements in there but we're introduced to this crew again um who are making this mission this mission to this planet i guess it's like i think they say it's like 10 light years away so it will take them 20 years to get to this planet one of the uh main crew members uh has a cat named Lily um and uh i think they ask her even like yo why are you bringing a cat along and uh she's like I, you know i just wanted to bring i just wanted to bring my cat you know she gives her excuse i guess she wanted some com- some company um and then another another guy has a shotgun, which I mean, is weird, you know. He says, you know, just in case they encounter some unfriendly alien life, but I think someone on the crew was like, No, there's nothing at this planet, like at all. Like this planet is super old and the only type of life forms that exist there are sort of like I think they said like single cell type organisms or organisms that are like have evolved past being sort of um the way we would view organisms to be on earth uh something to that effect um yeah so they all get into this you know cryo sleep um even the cat gets in uh, in the cryo sleep and the ship sets off sets off on its journey um as it approaches the planet flash forward 20 years <laughs> as it approaches the planet we see um, people um, in their sort of hypersleep chambers um and then we notice that the cat is awake first and the cat's walking around the ship as uh the ship is being operated um by what we don't we assume is maybe some sort of autopilot some sort of uh I don't know, artificial intelligence, uh, navigational based system, uh, but it's collecting, um, samples of things that it f- encounters, uh, going toward the planet. And it, it basically, uh, it collects a sample by, um, extending this, like, I don't know if you want to call it like an, it's an arm, it's a mechanical arm, that has sort of like a some sort of vacuum on it, and it sucks up debris um, to take as samples. Because there's like debris in the path of the of the approaching ship toward the planet, so uh, the computer engages this uh, sample collecting device, and like I said, this debris that looks like organic debris of some kind, sort of like almost almost like asteroid-like in terms of its rocky. But it's clearly organic material, right? So it sucks in this big chunk of it. um, And when it does that, uh, it actually ends up damaging the arm as the arm retracts back into the ship. uh, And we see sort of the the organic alien sample debris get sucked into the vent. And sort of as it gets sucked into the vent, um, it causes more damage. Like I think like some sort of like valve... Our main line is, is, is damaged and punctured, Like again, as the arm retracts. And we see sort of this piece of alien debris get diverted from the sort of uh, the arms. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a, a, a tube or suction tube. Uh, and it goes into sort of a main air vent and into the sort of water supply of the ship. Um, and that's how sort of this bacteria, we watch it literally dissolve and break down inside of the water as bacteria infects um, the entire ship. Um, and then, of course, shortly thereafter, the crew is awakened and everyone's awake and we're introduced to the captain who's this uh, surly looking Japanese man. I actually like the way he's drawn. There's also a black Black character who I'm not quite sure. I like how he's drawn. He's kind of, you know, Japanese people have a very uh, fucked up history when it comes to uh, drawing black characters and shit. Mister um, Popo being uh, from the uh, Dragon Ball Z being a uh, a prime example. And and look look throughout it. It's it, all you gotta do is Google sort of black black people in anime, black people in manga to see sort of what I'm talking about. But uh, this character, this black character, brown skin, giant lips sort of minstrel-like, but we, I'm I'm giving it a pass, um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's not as egregious as, as, as as Mr. Popo, for sure, uh, but it's definitely not, not a a depiction of a black character that I'm, like, really, uh, feeling, but, but yeah, we keep, we're gonna keep it moving, uh, uh, the crew, we're introduced to the captain, um, there's a message, apparently, um, that his second-in-command, um, the the, the the his his one uh, another woman she's like his her, his second in command on the ship she says there's there's a message that uh is for the captain um it's it's a video recording of of some guy representing the sort of the company and he's telling them some information about two stowaways aboard the ship um at first he says it's this is this message should only it's secret it should only be listened to by the captain. But the captain is like, nah, fuck that. There's no secrets here. You know, it's just a small crew of people. Just let it play. let it play. Um, it's not the whole crew, um, but it's a handful of people there. And the message, the, the guy in the message reveals that two people have stowed away um, on the ship and under uh, false identities. Um, and as they're about to re- reveal the information of who those people are, uh, the message cuts off and these, the, um, the captain's second in command, the woman, she says that someone it's erased and they, they automatically assume that uh, whoever stowed away um, woke up during cryo sleep and erased uh, the part of the that message where they felt, you know, revealed or where they felt where they <laughs> they didn't feel it. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, I'm doing this without coffee. Um okay so yeah um re- erasing the vital part of the message that reveals who exactly is the two people who are aboard the ship who aren't actually who they say they are um and the people are debating you know what to do about this and the captain's like we're going to do nothing about it cuz who cares you know what i mean like at, at this point like it's not really um important to our mission like it's been 20 years like, who cares about a crime that happened 20 years ago, and by the time we go back, it'll be another 20 years. By the time you get back, you know, who's going to give a fuck on earth about a crime that was committed by someone 40 years ago? As long as this person doesn't cause any, these people don't cause any trouble, um, and they're going to help us do this sort of uh, exploration mission um, down on the down this, this, this planet, you know. Um, let's let it go. It's, we have bigger fish to fry, more important things to do. Um, which, you know, I reason with that, I fuck with the the captain's a, a good dude, um, but, of course, if only that was the case, um, because we know that, you know, there's alien bacteria on the ship, and we soon find that out, um, when, uh, we meet the rest of the crew who walks up after this information has been given to us, um, they come walking in, um, and they don't know what's going on, but it's the remaining I don't know, a handful of people. I mean, this crew's like eight or nine people or something like that, I don't know. Um, uh, but but the rest of the crew walks in. Um, they're sort of like getting their their legs under them. You know, this, a lot of them have never been um, in cryo sleep, you know, except for the captain and his his right hand. I don't know, his crew, I think it's four of them, right? It's like four of them. There's like two other crew guys. I think one of them being the the... the, the the black character, um, who's drawn with, you know, um, lips that are, you know, definitely, definitely on some, uh, some, some sus racial shit, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I think he, I think he's one of the crew, so I guess making him one of the crew is, is, is sort of kinda, uh, I don't know, um, this is 1987, uh, you know, this is 1987, um, I don't know what I'm saying, it's Japanese, it's 1987, it is what it is, um, but I think he's one of the crew um so immediately um I think the first person to die uh are they found fine dead is a character um I'm not sure of his name it's the guy with the shotgun um he's like this big sort of I don't know meathead looking Johnny Bravo kind of guy who's brought a shotgun along with him um there's a young girl who's the owner of the ca- Lily, the cat. Um, she wakes up a um, young blonde. She says, "Oh, Lily, you've been awake. You got you. You're uh, oh, She notices and makes the comment that Lily was awake before anyone else, which uh, there's a reason for that, which we discover um, as the movie sort of goes on later. Um, why Lily was awake first. Um, which is actually kind of important, kind of vital. Um, we also th- we also see, um, by the way, when Lily's walking, that um, it's suggested that she encounters the bacteria first, um, because she's again the cat is walking through the ship by itself. Once the bacteria infects the sort of water um, system inside of this spaceship, uh, the way the way it's animated is you kind of see something moving. Like along the ship, it's sort of like tracking, you know, via it's like a shadow, um, but it's also sort of a POV of this sort of formless organism moving through the ship at the same time as the cat is walking down these corridors. Now, these corridors are drawn exactly like um, something out of Ridley Scott's Alien. Again, this is an alien ripoff, it just happens to be an anime as opposed to it being an actual movie um, but it is very much an alien ripoff, like, you know, what's that movie, Contamination, isn't that the, the Luigi Cozy movie, Cozy movie, the, the Italian alien ripoff movie, um, it is definitely that, um, which makes this. this isn't, that's probably another reason why I wanted to, to do an episode about Lily Cat, is because it, it it's weird, you don't really see uh, a lot of alien ripoffs that are, you know, um, not movies. I mean, outside of, I mean, obviously there's probably a lot of books that are alien ripoffs that are inspired by, you know, alien. Uh, but, but I mean, but this is legitimately an alien ripoff. That's not, a, that's, that's done as an anime. And I thought, you know, that makes it of, uh, an oddity, sort of a cool sort of weird aberration. aha uh-huh, take a shot. Uh, and, and a big reason why I was like, Ooh, this is probably a good episode to talk about. <clears throat> But yeah, um, so we were introduced to all these characters, um, and one of the uh, 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 one of the characters uh, is the is sort of like our hero character. He's a Japanese guy, young, short, short, sort of cropped black hair, uh, kind of looks like uh, uh some one of the one of the teens from Akira again. You know I should have probably did this as an Akira pilled episode <laughs> uh but he he's one of our main heroes he is our hero sort of sort of um he's the guy on the poster holding the shotgun with the with the girl the blonde holding onto him um and that that girl is actually on the poster image is uh the girl who who is the owner of Lily the cat um but yeah, we're introduced to all these people um Shortly thereafter, there's, a you know, a scene of them eating lunch, and they're talking with the captain, um, but one of the, uh, one of the crew members is over at a console computer, and he's discovered, uh, a message, uh, the message that the company has sent, he, he discovers it himself, but, um, obviously the rest of the crew is over eating, like, at the sort of, like, uh, Caf- like these cafeteria table area kind of shit, you know, again, sort of similar to how, uh, the, the way you see people, uh, eating, um, in Alien, again, uh, but the console is like, away, and so he's over there, the captain's over there, uh, his, his second-in-command's over there, and, um, He's discovered this message and he's like, yo, we got a race. Like there's two people here who, you know, who, who are they? We quickly understand like this guy is like very much a detective, you know. Um, Literally we, we discover he's a real detective, but, but uh, he's like, he's like, yo, so we got these two stowaways. We're not going to figure out who this is. And the captain immediately tells him like, not really. You know, he says, he explains to him again, like, cause he wasn't present uh, with the rest of his crew. Uh, the, the handful of people that, you know, and it might've been just the captain's crew, the four people, the four main people on the crew who, who heard the message. Um, but he explains to him the same thing. Like, I don't see the point. Like, we don't need to be worried about what these people do. Uh, and this guy's sort of kind of like, we get the we get the sense that like, yo, know, he, he, he accepts it, but kind of not really. He's like, whatever's bullshit. And then um, at a certain point, um, the guy, the, the, the Johnny Bravo looking character, the blonde guy with the shotgun is the first sort of guy to walk off by himself because they're about to get the captain basically tells everyone that they need to get ready um, to sort of get the ships ready to go down to the planet because we got to do, you know, we got to collect samples and, and we got to, you know, do the do the job. But they've they've been, you know, they traveled 10 light years to do um, and. As they're getting ready, you know, he sends some of his crew, two of his crew members um, as I will silence my phone because, you know, again, probably take a shot every time my phone dings on an episode of MAS. Um, He sends he sends them. He sends people to sort of like two crew members to go, like, get some ships ready, you know, to sort of that they need to take to head down to the planet. You know, he's assigning tasks for people, you know, you know, because they got to get ready to do the thing. At that point, I think that's when the uh, guy with the shotgun decides he's going to head back to his room and wait until, you know, there's some actual stuff to do. I think he's even complaining that it's boring, right? So he's walking away. He's got a shotgun on his back, you know, a bandolier of shells around. Again, again, why would you bring this? Why would they let him bring this? I don't know, but he's got it on him. He's got these, you know, he's he's got this, <laughs> he's got the shoddy on him um, and he's walking and he's by himself in the corridor and uh, that's when we don't see what happens. We don't see what he sees. But basically, the next time we do see him, a character comes across him pretty much uh, dead, uh, and and uh, the character hits the alarm, and then we see sort of like him. And the, there's a doctor. There's a like a, a doctor character, like an old man. You know, looks exactly like how a doctor character would look. How you would think, like kind of heavy set, bald. White, you know, gray be- a gray beard, kind of Santa Claus-esque looking guy. Um, but he's explaining, like, uh, oh, yeah, like, this guy has died. There's bacteria in his lungs. They're in, like, a sort of medical wing of the ship. And, like, he says that basically uh, he died from not being able to breathe. Um, ironic being that, like, we live in an era of uh, post-COVID-19 where people were dying because of some unknown, at the time, um, virus uh, that we hadn't encountered before. Uh, It's basically rendering people unable to breathe. Well, kind of a similar kind of deal in Cat, a Lily Cat, right, where these people are, you know, dying unexpectedly, and this is the first one. And then only to discover the two crew members um, that were sent down to do... Some uh, tasks to get the ships ready to go down to the next to the planet. Um, they also get discovered on camera that they're, you know, I think via sort of like they're searching for them they're, and they see them on camera that they've been they they're dead. Now they have like three people in the sort of um, basically the hospital wing slash morgue now, um, and they all dead from this thing, um, this 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 bacteria. But and I'm not gonna go beat by beat, you know, on this hour and seven minute movie, um, I promise I won't go beat by beat, I'm just gonna hit the broad strokes, Uh, again, uh, at this point, you know, go to YouTube and watch Lily Cat for free, um, because I'm just gonna go ahead and, you know, talk about some of the more critical points of what happens in Lily Cat, and, uh, um, pretty much spoil the, the rest of, of Lily Cat, um, but yeah, people start dying, and then this weird thing happens as the bodies start to pile up, is, uh, they go into someone discovers that the bodies have disappeared and like people are like, what are you talking about? The bodies have disappeared. I think it's actually our hero character, the Japanese guy, um, the young Japanese guy. He's, uh, I think he, he might be the one who discovers it. I could be wrong, but everyone goes down, sees that there's, there are, the bodies are gone. And the only thing left are their clothes, right? The clothes are what, what are the, like, literally the bodies have vanished in thin air um, we still don't quite understand, like, what the fuck is happening, um, we think the, 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 the the, uh, the movie does this thing where it's a fake out, we think the cat is infected, you know, um, which is, like, again, a John Carpenter's The Thing kind of thing, like, we think it's the dog that is, like, affected with, the, uh, infected with the, the, the alien parasite, you know, um, well, in John Carpenter's the thing. I mean, the dog actually is infected. in Lily Cat, that's a fake-out. Um, but it's not, really, because we discover that while the cat isn't infected, the cat isn't uh, who or what we think it is. Um, uh, I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit, but let's talk a little bit more about these disappearing bodies again. So these bodies disappear... Um, and then sort of uh, at this point, um, the detective character, who's a literal detective, which it's not explicitly stated, but he's acting like a detective. And we kind of get the sense that he's a detective. So when it's actually revealed that he is an actual police detective, it is not a surprise at all. Um, but he's the one that suggests, OK, like we got to we got to figure out who these two um Imposters aboard the ship are at this point because people are dying. Um, fuck the mission to the planet. Like we need to take care of this. We got a bacteria aboard. Um, these these people, this stowaway, might have something to do with it. And we're like, what? How, how does that make sense? And in a way, it doesn't really make sense. But I guess we just roll with it. The captain rolls with it. So he's sort of like interrogating people, you know, asking them, you know, who they are, asking them questions because there's like a Computer sort of uh, the computer has information on each crew member each person that's p- participated in this mission right and if if the people who are posing as someone else um can't accurately uh, relay information about themselves then that's partly a dead giveaway that they're not who they say they are again the thing this is a direct sort of the way the thing uses uh, the um, the uh, the the test with the with the with the 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 flame and the blood and like heating you know like putting the hot the hot I think like what do they like heat up a uh, they put people's blood in a in a little what is it like dish and then they try to like hit it with the hot. I think I got the Kurt Russell uses. I mean, this is a very, this is a very sort of like iconic and memorable scene. Everyone knows how they test the blood in, in, in John Carpenter's The Thing. Well, this is kind of similar to that where it's kind of doing the in the whole time. There's the the, 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 distrust. This is the the element that's separate. That, that, that's what I say. It's a combination of alien and The Thing. Um. It's like they decided, you know, to like just pull from both things. So it's like simultaneously a ripoff of, of 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 both, you know, franchises. Well, I mean, The Thing's not really a franchise. Yes, The Thing has had sequels. And yes, The Thing is a remake of another, you know, version of The Thing. Um, but I, I feel like The Thing, John Carpenter's thing specifically, is a, a standalone thing. No pun intended, <laughs> but I do view it as its own, like even from the uh, original uh, thing, the how I think the Howard Hawks one, like the, the the Carpenter one is in and of itself its own beast, right? And 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 I feel like uh, Lily Cat is definitely a ripoff, um, and maybe even ripoff isn't. A- don't necessarily view the term ripoff. In a negative context, even though typically it is used in a negative context, and I do from time to time use it in that way, in this uh, case I'm not really saying that that's a negative for this this movie, because I, I don't think it is, I think it's actually um, a fun ripoff, it, it, rip, it rips off multiple things at the same time, and it does it in a different medium, uh, as in it's an animated movie as opposed to a live action movie. Um, so it's able to meld these things together in a way that's a little bit more um, novel, and and therefore, like, I don't have issues with it, you know, like, I'm like, I'm rocking with it again, I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty dope. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, so it becomes this thing of like, who, who is not who they say they are, again, people are, people are dying, and then their bodies are disappearing, um, we think it's the cat, but it's actually not, because what we do discover is this alien organism um, is basically infecting these people, f- for sure. And then um, we come to discover that, like a butterfly, uh, these people sort of—and uh, it's literally the metaphor is, is, is used, or the simile is used by the our hero character um, later in the movie— Of like, you know, the caterpillar, you know, trans, you know, uh, like transforming um, into a butterfly, you know, from the, you know, from from a cocoon to a butterfly, um, that type of deal, um, where people sort of like, their bodies, I don't know, it's weird, their bodies sort of just become they're still solid, like organic material, but then it's like their bodies sort of just like evaporate at a certain point, and then join this organism, you know, um, all together, like all together this this alien creature that we don't we don't we only really get glimpses of until the very end, right? But it's not, it's almost like very Lovecraftian, even this, the way this thing is. Um, yeah, we're not dealing with a xenomorph here. And this is what I mean. We're dealing with something that, again, is more akin to uh, the thing, um, but also it's something entirely its own thing. <laughs> take a shot every time I say thing and take a shot every time I say take a shot. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but, anyways, back to me repeating myself like I do in every episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so ultimately, uh, we discover that the the uh, it is discovered by 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 his own admission uh, that our hero character is actually one of the stowaways, and the detective is the second to stowaway. He's a cop coming after this, coming after our hero, our our sort of young hero. He admits that he's a guy who killed three people um, on Earth and jumped on uh, this ship because and, and and they have it's interesting because it poses this new theory uh new theory I mean what am I talking about um I don't know if it's not a new theory it explores this sort of interesting uh idea or like 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 I would say a science fiction idea of if you did have these sort of um space exploration missions that people um would partake in right that takes decades to get from, you know, up across the galaxy to another, to another planet. There's a interesting idea explored of like people using that, humans using that to escape um, prosecution or to get, to sort of get away from taking responsibility on earth by hopping on one of these things And, going, you know, that takes literally 40 years, you know, in totality to complete. So by the time that they come back, uh, the people, again, I've already said this, but, like, no one remembers. Like, if you you were to go, if you did something tomorrow and then flash forward, you know, 40 years, most people, you know, it probably falls out of memory unless someone is there to constantly bring it up. You know what I mean? A lot of times, especially if it's smaller crimes, obviously if it's something big, like, you know, like a fucking well-known, like, uh, but even now in the modern day news cycle, we are so, there's so many things that it's almost like the things that get remembered the most are things that sort of have happened before sort of the advent of the modern, um, media, the way it exists now in a, in a social media era and, 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 and um, the way things have accelerated just in the past, you know, few decades, like, like just thinking about things, a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of like big stories. Uh, I feel like from the 90s or the early 00s, probably wouldn't have the level of um, notoriety they have if they hadn't occurred then, when there was a monoculture and there was a media that exists that was much more like people tuned into sort of these. And it's more, it's much more segmented now the way people get their news, the the way people get you know, um, stories that come across the timelines and shit, like, so it's very interesting in a future, in a future that's, I, I, I assume is even further than the future, uh, the present that we live in, which is 2023, again, this was made in, uh, 1987, right, and a future that's past ours, where space travel, uh, like this, of this kind, is, is just become commonplace, it explores this interesting idea of people using it to their advantage to, like, sort of, like, not, you know, not be able, not help, be not, not, not answer for crimes that they commit. Um, and I thought that's really cool, and it does kind of explore it a little bit, and, and this does explore it a little bit, but, again, our hero character to uh, get back on track admits that, yeah, I, I was, you know, I, I did this, and uh, this is my reason was, you know, like, I wanted to, you know, come back 40 years later so no one would be thinking about it but I killed these three guys and and he comes to explain why he does it which is his younger sister got into drugs these guys got her into drugs she ended up being um you know that that got her into uh eventually prostitution and I think she like kills herself he like found her he finds her in a whorehouse and the the three guys responsible for it he kills them and then he and then he stows away uh, but, uh, on, on, onto this ship by impersonating someone else in the hopes that like, again, he could evade capture and just come back later when no one remembers it, but the cop remembers it and the cop is pursuing him because apparently, um, those guys that he killed were, were guys that he was, you know, keeping tabs on because he, and then the hopes that they could lead him to a bigger fish, the, 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 the guys behind the guys, uh, and, and because, uh the our hero character killed those guys it basically cemented that he would not get a promotion because there was no other way that they could get to the bigger fish you know or some bullshit you know you know again like a cab even for space cops uh (laughs) uh but yeah um and again he even even though it's kind of pointless and the captain points out it's kind of pointless like yo dog like who cares like you know what i'm saying like It's been 20 years since that happened, and it'll be another 20 years if we're lucky if we get back at all, given what's going on right now. Why do you care? And the cop is just like, you know what? We probably will die. We're probably already all infected um, by this shit. Um, but you know what? I'm still alive right now. And, and, and this is about sort of like my duty again, he's such a cop through and through. And even the guy he's like, I can respect that. And on some level, you know what? I get, I get your point. Maybe we can respect it. A guy has a code, right? But at the end of the day, man, fuck all of that, right? Like leave this shit alone. Uh, but of course he doesn't. And ultimately he does end up dying. He does end up fucking, uh, bursting and becoming part of this, uh, hive organism, of of these people that are infected um and we do what we what we also discover is that while this whole shit is going on and again i told you i'm not gonna lay this out for everyone beat by beat plot point by plot point uh but i will say this once this is revealed right um there's also this other thread of the cat which is we 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 think the cat this whole time We're led to think that the cat is infected as well, and the cat's potentially the one infecting other people, but that's not the case. The virus is airborne. The virus is in the, the, you know, or or some, it's infected the water. It it is infecting the people who are breathing the air or whatever, the people aboard the ship. It's not the cat. The cat, it ended up, the whole time we keep seeing throughout this uh, movie, we keep seeing scenes of uh, this sort of control room that no one else is in, and the computer is talking to someone, um, and we we're wondering, like, who the fuck is this computer talking to? Why um, This computer's, like, analyzing data, like, how many crew members are alive, uh, how much of the ship has been infected, uh, the corrosion of the ship, which this bacteria is causing literal corrosion of this sort of, like, uh, space-grade alloy that the ship is supposed to be impervious to, any sort of rust or corrosion, but because of this bacteria, it's actually corroding. All of this sort of data and information is being relayed to us um, uh, throughout the movie. There's like scenes, and we discover that the cat is actually uh, the company's computer. Um, it's it's a robot. The cat is a cyborg. Again, I told you this is going to be more cyberpunk shit, right? Um, so the cat isn't, you know, the cat is sort of in, in its own way um, a mastermind of this whole shit. Like, it's doing the bidding of the company because the company can't trust the crew of human people, which is what the captain says when he discovers, like, the, 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 that the cat is an actual robot. The girl the girl thinks it's her cat, Lily, but the, apparently the company is, like, you no, know, they replaced her cat at some point. We don't know when, when they went to sleep or not, but they replaced this this, uh, this cat, Lily, uh, her cat, Lily. Um. And, and that's where the, the name Lily Cat comes from, the title of the, of the movie. It's, like, Lily Cat, but it's C- you know, A-T. It's A T C dot A dot T, and it stands for a uh, computerized animal-shaped technological robot. So that's why it's called Lily Cat. Um, so Lily Cat is this cyborg, or not even a cyborg, a straight-up robot. You know, it, it may have—I uh, um, don't know if, if it has uh, or or what is it, uh, organic flesh on the outside, um, like much like the the Terminator, like. Cybernetic organism because it has organic flesh on the outside, but it's mach- completely machine underneath it's cut kind of, it's that kind of deal, though, um, but the, the cat looks like a regular cat. But this it's actually uh, a cyborg and, and at a moment where the captain actually burns it with a flamethrower um, these cool ass flamethrower packs uh, that he has. Uh, that's when we it's revealed that it's this cat's a, actually a robot and the whole time at the control room, which no one had access to um the cat was in there, sort of talking to the the, the sort of uh, the the ship and the the the, the ship's. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it an artificial intelligence, uh, but I would assume it was safe to say that the cat is definitely artificial intelligence, and maybe sort of the the ship, much like Hal in two thousand one, is sort of um. Uh, well, well, Hal is in control of the ship in 2001 the ship isn't in control the ship is taking its orders from the cat the cat is sort of the 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 master you know that that, that. so the ship maybe it's just a it's just a computer maybe it doesn't have any sentience but 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 a lily cat um must because lily cat is sort of like a conniving uh mastermind behind sort of what's happening with the ship so yeah that's revealed um and then ultimately um it gets down to sort of the last remaining four crew members or whatever, um, um, which is our main hero, the blonde who owns the cat who not, it's not her cat, uh, the captain and, uh, the cop character. But again, I already said it, the cop ends up dying. Um, and then it becomes those three. And ultimately what happens is the captain sort of makes the self-sacrifice to go down with the ship. And he showed he, the he, but he has kept as a souvenir, an old, uh, space shuttle, and again, I don't know, and it looks like a fucking NASA space shuttle, and I'm starting to look at the dimensions and the size, and I'm like, you can only get away with this in a fucking animated, more, more fucking movie, right? But yeah, so our our, our hero and and, and 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 the blonde the blonde woman the, the cat owner they're the, they they end up escaping from the ship, but there's a whole uh, great moment where we actually get to see. The, the 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 alien creature with all of the people that have died sort of in this it's like a again it looks like a lovecraftian beast monster with like the various uh faces and organic matter it has teeth and fucking tendrils and tentacles and you know people again much like i think the movie leviathan kind of like you know how like um if for those who have seen, haven't seen leviathan like it becomes this creature that's made up of all of the people that it's sort of, uh, I don't know if you want to call it, uh, transformed or, or even, I don't, I don't know, like, people just becoming one with this organic alien thing, so it's like this fucking, I don't know, if you want to describe it, I, I would describe it as like a fucking goulash of human beings, um, but they're like, uh, uh, you get to see it toward the end, um, in, in its full glory as they sort of make their escape, uh, the captain blows the ship up in orbit as they make their way toward the planet, our hero character, and, uh, in the, uh, woman who, uh, owned Lily, um, R.I.P. to Lily, the real, the real cat, and R.I.P. to Lily, uh, the, the robotic cat, um, <laughs> but, uh, the cats die, um, and I think it kind of ends on a, a note of, like, we don't know what's next for for uh, the, the, the two remaining people because they're going down to this planet that's, for, for, to our knowledge, is pretty much uninhabited. But, you know, but it's this young man and this young woman. And what are they going to do, repopulate the planet? Probably not, you know. And also, uh, given the fact that they're probably infected, um, that gets left in the air because I think that's what, what our hero character says. Like, he's like... You know, it's like a caterpillar. Does the caterpillar get, you know, grieve about becoming a butterfly, or or vice versa. Like again, it ends on some sort of like, you know, faux poetic, you know, uh moment. Um but yeah, uh, that that is that is uh Lily Cat. And I feel like I, I probably didn't do do Lily Cat enough justice, uh, to talk about how gnarly some of some of it is. But it's a lot of surprisingly it's a lot, it's restrained and there's a lot of it's a lot of talking, um, really, um, but it's only an hour and seven minutes, but, but the moments where it does get gnarly, where you see this sort of cyborg cat, and you actually see this sort of alien creature, uh, those moments are definitely highlights, and those moments are definitely, um, executed effectively, um, but yeah, uh, I definitely wanted to, you know, I feel like, you know, Keeping it short, just like the movie, um, and like a, like I want to do with these solo episodes, I feel like that's a good. Hopefully, that's a good uh, endorsement of the of, of the of 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 Lilycat. Um, it's definitely something I I would recommend you checking out if you're into that kind of thing. If you're into sort of anime, if you're into sort of uh, it's got some it's got some cyberpunk elements into it. Um, it's definitely got some horror elements into it. I mean, it is, it is a horror movie. Let's be honest. It's a horror. It's animated horror. Um, yeah. Um, if you're into MAS, if you listen to MAS, you'll probably dig it. Um, but yeah, uh, check it out. Um, also, you know, um, don't have robot pets apparently. (laughs) Uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, again, I'll, I'll, uh, post a, a link to to this in the show notes um for those who have listened this far and haven't decided to click play on this um go check it out as always i do not know how to end podcast uh so it's over see you next time peace